222. You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and we're at the Folk Alliance International. And um, I have heard the name recently being mentioned an awful lot on RT of a group, an Irish group, that seem to be making waves. Uh, and they're not tsunamis yet, but they're making waves. They'll be tsunamis and, too. <laughs> and they're at Folk Alliance International in Montreal, and the group's called Moxie. And I'm sitting with Ted Kelly, I'm sitting with Darren Roach, Julius Fanu, and Joss Kelly, and um, we are in Montreal at this fantastic festival. Thanks, Moxie, for coming along. Our Thanks pleasure. for having Great us to be here. Our pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having us. And Moxie, uh, I'm, I, I presume you guys figure out who talks in what order, but uh, tell me a bit about Moxie, where it came from, who started, and how you found each other. Ted, it looks like you got nominated. Well, uh, so myself and Joss are brothers, and then Killian Dohney and Darren Roach were friends from a young age in County Limerick, and we all met down at the Milltown Malbay Festival. Great place. Willie Clancy, Willie yeah. Clancy Great place. Oh, yeah. brother-in-law has a house out there. On oh, the some crack down there. Yeah. So many friends there. Yeah. So anyway, you were down at Willie Clancy. We were playing sessions and we were playing so many sessions together all day that we decided we'd start. Like, the sessions kind of grew into compositions and then arrangements. And yeah. So we just started making our own music, like, yeah. and uh, we just never so looked when back. Was, when, there, was, really. when was this? This was in 2011. 11, but we met eight down there. years not Yeah, we're eight yeah. years old. Well, we're Can you believe before it? that, though, we were friends before the band. Dude, I think I must have seen you, one of you playing as children on the streets in Ennis one day. Apart from you you might have yeah. Probably with the hat out in front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never shocked if it did or anything. Yeah, we used to we used to sneak off and play sessions together because it was right. so much fun. We enjoyed each other's music so much that we decided we needed to make a thing. It wasn't planned, right. but we were just making tunes together. And we were like, this sounds great, so let's let's make it a thing. So um, the tradition in Sligo is different than the tradition in Clare, right? Like I always hear that uh, how Sligo um, play. With yeah. the slight, there's a different variation in the style. Yeah, there is for sure. Right. Like in, in Sligo, you'd ornament the reels and jigs a lot more. Right. Um, it's more cutthroat down in Ennis, then kind of. It's more sh- sturdy and cutthroat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the people now? Or the no, no, the style. The style. It's more. It's more like. Is it faster? In it's a little bit faster, and it's a yeah. little bit. Um, I don't know. Not as not as embellished as much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, like Coleman taught us how to ornament our music. No, what you're saying is it's pure down there. Yeah, it's pure. It's pure down there. Talking more around Steve Lucas. That's where it gets different than Limerick to be a lot slower. Okay. With the reels and jigs. They play different types of dance tunes down there. They play like more slides and polkas. Right. The further north, southwest you go. One of the things I've heard about younger musicians is that in comparison to years ago, you you play a lot faster. And this isn't just Sligo or Clare, but generally traditional music seems to have sped up. I was having this chat with uh, Ryan Murphy there from Manran, a band called They're also here to yeah. Folk Lines, but he, they play in Glasgow, they play a lot faster yeah. over there than even the Irish yeah. do. So we, we think our, our sessions are even slow compared to what they play over in Glasgow, so it's right. interesting. They're 150 miles an hour flying. Yeah. Right. I love we love playing Getting snow as well, though. Like yeah. yeah. Our older generation would say you get a lot more out of the tune when it's played slower. Yeah. But I uh, think as we've grown, uh, as we've grown older, um, we we started to slow as we grow. <laughs> we started to slow down the music a bit and just get more feeling for for slower tunes. When you're younger, you just want to play fast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, you're first first place over there. Do you ever get a word in a talk? Um. 
that we played mirrors society the way it is. It's like a multicultural melting yeah, pot. Yeah. Like, okay. We've been living in Dublin for the last seven or eight years. So like the music that we're creating is is it's like very present. It's it's here, it's now, like you know. Mm. And it, it really reflects what's happening in, in society all over the world with social media and YouTube and all these types yeah. of technologies that are growing and like influencing things. So we were highly influenced by outside outside um, voices in outside of Irish music, okay. you know? uh, but we all learned the roots of traditional music. And okay. mm. I guess I guess what happened was we we evolved and we became influenced by all these different cultures. And for Julia to come in, it's like a breath of fresh air, really, you know, because she comes from a totally different background, and it's nice to try and blend the Irish roots with something on top that's a bit more exotic. And I know you're not the only group that are have, have a cultural blend in it because I talked to, to Nava at this oh, yeah. uh, event also. Is that more common in Ireland now? Because when we emigrated 30 years ago, Ireland was Ireland was Ireland, and that's all there was. Yeah. And whereas I know from my frequent trips home, uh, Ireland has changed in every respect. It's, it, the Definitely. face of Ireland has changed, and it's fabulous. But yeah. consequently, would you say that the cultural flavor of Irish music in a holistic sense has radically changed as Absolutely, a result of yeah. that. Definitely. Yeah, well I think it's still in very safe hands now. Oh, I, lots yeah, of friends yeah. my age, oh, our age. Yeah. yeah. No, I would say, but I would yeah. think that, that even the tradition has been enhanced by the in, infusion. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think, I think that, uh, that Irish music was at once nearly like one, one of the most popular musics in the world, but like I think that it lost a lot of its charm after the Celtic Tiger, you know, I don't know whether the economy and the music go hand in hand, but whatever happened with the economy crashing, like, mm. music also kind of crashed a little bit, you know, mm. there wasn't enough money for the government to put behind what was happening there to push, or to push Irish music around the world enough, so I guess that has something to do with it, but now it's starting to blossom again, you know. Yeah, and I think what part of it have been that in order for people like you, during the recession, in order to get work, you would have had to probably leave Ireland, and uh, there wouldn't have been enough to go around. So, like I've, I've commented to others, that one of the things I notice that on a weekly basis, nearly there might be two CDs coming out from Ireland from yeah. new artists, young emerging artists, that it's a very, very rich environment. Um, so that obviously the scene in, in Ireland itself is very supportive. Yeah, it is, yeah. And like Culture Ireland have supported us from over here and yeah. we're very grateful for that, you know. We wouldn't have yeah. been able to do it otherwise. So. They, they often sound to us because you're out in um, And all the stuff I'm hearing on a daily basis promoting you, have a big event coming up in Ireland. We do, yeah. Paddy's Day, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the National Concert Hall, we're playing with the RC the Symphony Orchestra. Um, that must be, you must be thrilled. A 45 minute set, yeah. It's probably the gig of our lives so far. It's, yeah. it's going to be anyway. Right. Yeah. So on Paddy's Day in the National Concert Hall, it doesn't get much better than that. No, it doesn't. Us, it doesn't. For us, I mean. Yeah, there's yeah. butterflies already flying around in my stomach. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good playing with an orchestra. Like we play with the BBC Orchestra before and the National Concert Orchestra. Yeah. But this yeah. time it'll be really interesting to hear the Symphony Orchestra. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice we get to play 45 minutes of our original music, you know. Whereas the other two were just one, one tune yeah. with those yeah. band, there were different bands playing. So now it's ourselves and who is it? Niall. Niall Valley. Niall Valley. Concertina Concerto. Now, for something like that, if you're going to work with the Symphony Orchestra and it's your tunes, um, you would have
have to do orchestration. They're doing the orchestration. We yeah. sent them the tunes and they're writing their score. Okay. Andrew. So you have something for the rest of your lives, which is your tunes in our orchestrators. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, we just we can't even really write our own music and on sheet with right. <laughs> you send over the music and then you just see it all and stay. Like. We're only we're only going to have one rehearsal with them the day before. That's how good they are. They oh, they yeah, they'll, they'll just be able to yeah. read it out and just bang it out like yeah. they've played it a hundred times. Um, Julius, what, given that these guys have written words, oftentimes there are colloquialisms within songs, etc., um, which would be that phrases that are peculiar to a particular culture or okay. um, did that any of their lyrics puzzle you or, or confuse you? No, no, I wrote, you wrote most of the okay. There's one song that uh, I just participated in the few changes, right. but the lyrics that there were that were already written were pretty simple and easy to understand. Yeah, <laughs> lovely poetic sentences. Yeah, yeah like don't get, the, don't get that one wrong. Like Julia writes all the lyrics okay. now. Okay. We just had a taste in it before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are we saying put in some inputs? All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll wrap. We'll, we'll do the work. We'll wrap up there because I know you have a long day ahead of you of long sessions and I want to thank you for taking the time it's been yeah. fascinating it's great meeting you yeah. it's great yeah. having well, a we'd just like to say as well thanks to all the people who came to our gigs in Canada as well we played in um, we were down in Toronto we were down in Toronto so we played Hughes in, room. in Hughes Room we yeah. played in uh, the Midlands Cultural Centre yes. and Thank then we were in Ca- Candice um, Candice Cox, Cox and Mitch Cox. Cox they have a house and they put us up in Castleton and right. thanks to all those we nearly got snowed in and we got homemade maple syrup <laughs> we love Canada we're, we're definitely going to come back yeah. if you'll have us back we'd love the cornbread well, well you know there's great opportunity at this time of the year yeah, yeah. yeah shoveling snow shoveling oh. snow <laughs> <laughs> Better than any gym. Uh, <laughs> we were at it. We were at. We were out with the shovels. I tell you. Yeah. And the snow plows. Some crack. Now, before we do wrap up, what are the coordinates? Website, Facebook. So our website is www.moxiemuso.com. That's M-O-X-I-E-M-U-S-O.com. Okay. And you can get to all of our social media sites from there and YouTube. Yeah, and there's a little thing in the bottom where you can put in your email. Yeah. Sign up for newsletters and stuff. Okay. And Instagram stories are, are one of our main things on Instagram posts. So okay. if you want to follow yeah, us on Instagram, it's Moxie News on Instagram as well. Well, guys, thanks a million for taking the time. It's been great chatting with you. Cheers. That was awesome. Thank you. Thanks. All the best.